Morning prayer begins on page three. The Lord is in his holy temple, let all the earth keep silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Vanity Psalm 95, on page 459. <clears throat> o come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is the people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 119, verses 113 through 128, beginning on page 497. I hate them that imagine evil things, but thy law do I love. Thou art my defense and shield, and my trust is in thy word. Away from me, ye wicked, I will keep the commandments of my God. O establish me according to thy word, that I may live, and let me not be disappointed of my hope. Hold thou me up, and I shall be safe. Yea, my delight shall be ever in thy statutes. Thou hast trodden down all them that depart from thy statutes, for they imagine but deceit. Thou puttest away all the ungodly of the earth like dross. Therefore I love thy testimonies. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee, and I am afraid of thy judgments. I deal with the thing that is lawful and right. O give me not over unto mine oppressors. Make thou thy servant to delight in that which is good, that the proud do me no wrong. Mine eyes are wasted away with looking for thy health and for the word of thy righteousness. O deal with thy servant according unto thy loving mercy, and teach me thy statutes. I am thy servant, O grant me understanding, that I may know thy testimonies. It is time for thee, Lord, to lay to thine hand, for they have destroyed thy law. For I love thy commandments, 
above gold and precious stones. Therefore hold I straight all thy commandments, and all false ways I utterly abhor. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fifth chapter of the first book of Kings. Now Hiram king of Tyre sent his servants to Solomon, because he heard that they had anointed him king in place of his father. For Hiram had always loved David. Then Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, You know how my father David could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God, because of the wars which were fought against him on every side, till the Lord put his foes under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side, so that there is neither adversity or evil occurrence. And behold, I propose to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spoke to my father David, saying, Your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, he shall build the house for my name. Now therefore command that they cut down cedars for me from Lebanon, and my servants will be with your servants, and I will pay you wages for your servants according to whatever you say. For you know there is none among us who has skill to cut timber like the Sidonians. So it was when Hiram heard the words of Solomon that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, for he has given David a wise son over to this great people. Then Hiram send, sent to Solomon, sent, saying, I have considered the message which you sent me, and I will do all you desire concerning the cedar and cypress logs. My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon to the sea. I will float them in rafts by sea to the place you indicate to me, and I will have them broken apart there. Then you can take them away, and you shall fulfill my desire by giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar and cypress logs according to all his desire, and Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat as food for his household, and 20 cores of pressed oil. Thus Solomon gave to Hiram year by year. So the Lord gave Solomon wisdom, as he had promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a treaty together. Then King Solomon raised up a labor force out of all Israel, and the labor force was 30,000 men. And he sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month in shifts. They were one month in Lebanon and two months at home, Adorinam was in charge of the labor force. Solomon had 70,000 who carried burdens and 80,000 who quarried stone in the mountains, besides 3,300 from the chiefs of Solomon's deputies who supervised the people who labored in the work. And the king commanded them to quarry large stones, costly stones, and hewn stones to lay the foundation of the temple. So Solomon's Solomon's builders, Hiram's builders, and the Gibelites quarried them, and they prepared timber and stones to build the temple. Here ends the first lesson. Benedictus S on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. 
Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the second chapter of the first epistle to the Thessalonians. For you yourselves know, brethren, that our coming to you was not in vain. But even after we had suffered before and were spitefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we were bold in our God to speak to you the gospel of God in much conflict. For, for our exhortation did not come from deceit or uncleanness, nor was it in guile. But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tests our hearts. For neither at any time did we use flattering words, as you know, nor a cloak for covetousness. God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from men, either from you or from others, when we might have made demands as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. So affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become dear to us. For you remember, brethren, our labor and toil, for laboring night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you, we preach to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and God also, how devoutly and justly and blamelessly we have we behaved ourselves among you who believe. As you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you, as a father does his own children, that you would have a walk worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. For this reason we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. For you, brethren, became imitators of the churches of God, which are in Judea in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, just as they did from the Jews who killed both the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and have persecuted us, and they do not please God, and are, and are contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles, that they may be saved, so as always to fill up the measure of their sins. But wrath has come upon them to the uttermost. But we, brethren, having been taken away from you for a short time in presence, not in heart, endeavored more eagerly to see your face with great desire. Therefore we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is coming? For you are our glory and joy. Here end of the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, 
and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, I beseech thee, let thy continual pity cleanse and defend thy church. And because it cannot continue in safety without thy succor, preserve it evermore by thy help and goodness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hath safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all.
couple thoughts about our lessons today. Um, first of all, in um, you know, in our in our psalm, you're conscious we're reading Psalm 119, which is a um, a sort of continuous meditation on the word of God and, and devotion to the word and, and, um, to, to remember that this harkens back to the creation where God created the world by speaking. And then in the incarnation, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And then, um, so, so that when we order our lives according to God's word, what God has spoken, this is our participation in the creative and redemptive work God is doing. And to, to fight or struggle against the word of God is to, you know, it's very common in our time, this idea that we can, you know, be whatever we want to be or do whatever we want to do, you know, whatever our heart wants us to do. But when we do that, which is not in accordance with God's word, we work against reality. and. Um, it, it, it doesn't work. So the devotion to God's word, therefore, that, that, that the psalmist, especially in Psalm 119, focuses on is really about participating in God's creative work and redemptive work in our life as we devote ourselves to the word of God, what he has said. Um, he does his work in us, and there's no other way for that to happen. And it's a it's the a mythology of our age that you can make up your own word of God and make the world be what you want it to be. Um, and I, it kind of when you reject the word, it's interesting. A little a little line in Thessalonians this, when when it says, you know, that that those who had rejected Jesus and trying to keep the gospel now from the Gentiles by Paul, but Jesus says, and Paul says, but wrath has come upon them to the uttermost. And again, it's not wrath in the sense that of a, of a temper tantrum. It's that when you reject the word of God, what you're left with is, is the, the facing of the reality of, of, of trying to live apart from the word and the spirit of the guy who made it all, which ends up just in kind of a disintegration. A couple other notes, um, in our King's lesson, uh, this labor force that Solomon raises, again, it's impressive for administration. It's not from the Torah. So remember, this is going to be the seed. It's going to result in a, a marvelous building project called the temple. It's also going to result in great resentment uh, that accrues to his um, successor. And uh, therefore, this is why Rehoboam will not be able to continue on because he doesn't have the power that his father did to to impose this sort of uh, labor force, this this cons to conscript labor for these things, and to also this requires a great deal of taxing uh, because you have to feed and support your labor force. We should also note that that the the, the hearkening of um, Solomon saying that that David, as he as David's son, was going to build the temple, that this highly ties into the New Testament where Jesus as the son of David builds the true temple. In, in, in John's gospel, Jesus says, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. And the idea of Jesus is a true temple builder. He builds uh, the temple of the church. And we are the body of Christ, as Peter says, as living stones being built together as a habitation for God and the spirit. So this, this continues and develops that particular theme. 
you know, and finally, the note in Thessalonians really highlights the um, or the theme of Thessalonians today, the tone, the high, the relational nature of the gospel. Um, St. Paul has not brought uh, an intellectual idea to the Thessalonians. He's he's relationally cares for them like a nursing mother. He's he's nurturing his, her, his children and it, the, his care for them is proved by their sincerity and um and care not not by flashiness or showiness and he also uses the the the, the image of father and mother both come out in this passage uh, that that um so it always reminds us that the gospel though it involves proclamation of truth also involves the incarnation of that truth and those who would communicate it to others uh this is the word made flesh in jesus it must become flesh and Jesus, Jesus gave himself for us. So we who labor for the gospel must give ourselves for those we, we care for. And, and this is all this. And th this is also shown as St. Paul makes clear by the enduring of persecution that shows we really care because we don't give up just because it gets hard. And as it, as it mentions in First Thessalonians chapter one yesterday, that the end point is the coming. We'll be ready for the coming of Jesus, where we'll be presented um, blameless. That's always the theme, and Thessalonians particularly brings that out. Um, as this is our day of of prayer and fasting for mission, we'll continue with the prayer for mission on page thirty eight. Let us pray. O God, who has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell in the face of the whole earth, and it send thy blessed Son to preach peace to them that are far off and to them that are nigh. Grant that all men everywhere may seek after thee. Bring the nations into thy fold. Pour out thy spirit upon all flesh and hasten thy kingdom through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Together, the general thanksgiving on page 19. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. We'll pause for a moment for people to offer up their intercessions and close with the prayer of St. Chrysostom and the Grace on page 20. Almighty God, who has given us grace this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, 
as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good booth this morning for prayer. Have a great day. Peace. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. Bye, Kevin. Thank everyone. you. Peace. Bye. Bye. Good day. Bye.